0: Hello, and welcome to the Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Gribble. I've been celebrating students and staff on social media since 2014. I'm in the trenches with you, and I know it's not an easy task. So if you're responsible for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more for a K-12 school district, you are in the right spot. You're going to lean in and learn some simple, actionable tips to help you reach even more people and that's all gonna happen while keeping your sanity so let's get started hey there happy monday this is a special episode and we've been having special episodes all summer which will continue next week uh short little snippets of my new book social media for schools but so many of you are asking about what you should do about twitter or X, or whatever it's called, I just released a blog on the topic, and I thought it would be really timely to just jump right in here and talk about it, okay? Um, There's so many things changing with Twitter, and uh, this podcast, I'll quickly walk through those. Just want to remind you, uh, right now, going on is my special for my membership group. You can try out my membership group for six months for only $395. It only lasts through the end of August. I'm telling you the support, uh, the inspiration, the Canva templates, all of the recordings, the upcoming training on Meta Business Suite and Meta Business Manager. We've got Julie Thanum coming up. We've got training on uh, building a social media ambassador program for for your for your parents. Um, this, all the goodness. If you like listening to this podcast and you like learning from my free newsletter, you're gonna love what we offer in the membership group. So again, you can try it out for six months for only $395, but you got to sign up by August 31st. Okay, let's get in to this week. I'm not even doing a K-12 PR tip because we got a lot to talk about. So school communicators all over, um, even if you're not designated a school communicator right now, you're like, what in the world should I do about our school's Twitter account? Right? And I have really been fielding a lot of questions and I'm leaning into some expert resources and I'm trying to trust my gut a little bit too. So I want to really summarize kind of what I learned, um, the decisions all boil down to you and what's right for your school. Okay. But I'm going to talk you through and share a lot of other insights that other schools are offering. So there have been a ton of Twitter changes and turmoil. Um, Elon Musk took over Twitter in April of 2022 and he's made some major changes. And I've got a helpful article linked uh, in my blog, which I'll link also in the show notes of this. Um, but it breaks down some of the chaos. But some of the biggest things and some of the things that at Enspra uh, in St. Louis people were asking me o- about was, you actually no longer can embed the Twitter feed on your website. So you used to be able to embed the Twitter feed. Even people without Twitter could still see what was happening on Twitter. Well, that changed. And so now you can't just embed the Twitter account on your website. And so that's a change. So what are you going to do? And that's, that's a whole nother episode that we could do. Um, another huge change is that Twitter now limits how many tweets that users can see per day unless they pay an $8 a month subscription price. So just just in July, just last month, um, Musk announced that accounts that don't pay the monthly subscription, he says will be temporarily restricted to reading 600 posts per day, while verified accounts, not necessarily paid accounts, but verified accounts will be able to scroll through up to six. Thousand tweets a day. Okay, so that really could impact the reach of your school's tweets, right? Um, another change is Twitter. You probably noticed just changed the name and logo to X. So um, now I'm talking about Twitter, but I don't even know if I should be calling it Twitter. Um, I got some great insight from my friends at Final Sight. Um, they had a little bulletin, and and I've got uh, their website linked, but. Everybody's asking, okay, should we change our icon? Do we change the name of it? Do we stop saying Twitter and tweets? Are they X's and I don't know what? Well, Final Sight shared some insightful information, including this. You know, the Twitter icon has become an iconic symbol. People are still becoming familiar with the new name of X, meaning maintaining the current icon helps to preserve brand continuity and ensures a sense of familiarity for users. With the change being so recent, there is not an official publicly available X icon, and even Twitter's branding guidelines have not yet been updated to reflect the changes. Now, this is as of the week of, you know, right when the change is coming out. Now, Elon Musk has suggested that the logo may be further refined. There are other companies with claims to the X name, such as Meta and Microsoft. This further complicates the situation. And again, we don't want to change icons now if this further evolves into something else. You guys, you got enough to worry about with school starting. Let's just focus on everything else. Let's leave this little Twitter thing off. I'm not going to create new stuff. I'm not going to invest a bunch of new money into signs or, you know, whatever. But I'm also not going to spend a lot of time changing it to the X. And so with all these changes and more, there've been many more changes, many users have just left the platform and that's further reduced the impact your account may have on your students, your staff, and your community. Now, what should you do about Twitter? What what should you do about your Twitter account? It really depends. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's my answer, but it is, but I'm going to give you some more context. I believe that every school is different But I do have some talking questions that you can ask yourself or your leadership team as you make the right decision for your school, your school district. Number one, how big is your following? How big is your following on Twitter, especially when you compare it to others? Look at the ratio of followers and engagement you have on Twitter or X, as compared to platforms like Facebook and Instagram. Now, my good friend, Brian Bridges, he's the director of communications and public relations at Lake Hamilton School District in Arkansas. He stated, I want to remove the platform. We only have 873 followers on Twitter, but have over 14,000 on Facebook and close to 5,000 on Instagram. Okay, that's a big discrepancy, right? Way more on Facebook and Instagram. He wants to dump it probably hasn't made that decision quite yet, but that is something you need to look at. How big is your following? I've been doing social media since 2014 for New Auburn. I have 209 followers. On Facebook, I just topped 2,800. That's a lot more followers. I'd rather pour my uh, attention and efforts and engagement towards that platform versus Twitter. Second question you should ask yourself, How much capacity do you have in your communications team? Some of you are like, communications team? Like, I am the assistant principal. I am not a communications team, but you're tasked with social media. So the answer, you only have 24 hours in your day. And being active on multiple social media channels, it takes time. If you already feel stretched way too thin, now might be the perfect time to reprioritize the time spent on this platform, okay? Question number three, where do you get the most engagement? When it comes to social media, it's not just about posting. You must manage the interaction you receive. So people use social media to ask questions and share feedback, and it's important that you spend your precious social media monitoring time on the platforms that your audience is actually using. So look at that engagement. Where are people commenting, asking questions, hitting the like button, hitting the share button? If it's not Twitter, then maybe you should consider doing one of the alternatives, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Um, And is your staff or athletic department big on Twitter? Okay, many districts have a very robust Twitter presence presence. And especially when it comes to their athletic teams or their teachers and staff are really using Twitter. And Twitter can be a great place for continuous sports updates and everyday happenings from your classroom. So this is the case for your district. You could consider keeping your district account to simply retweet what others share, but skip your organic strategy on your account. Does that make sense? So instead of tweeting Native things from your account, all you do is retweet what other people are doing, and that helps populate your feed. Okay, that's an option. So, I really want to talk thoroughly through your options for your school's Twitter account, and there's probably more. This is what I kind of broke down just in my recent blog. Option one is to deactivate your account. Now, you deactivate it, you got 30 days to change your mind. So, if you don't take action after those 30 days, your account is history. Your, your account's gone, all the history is gone. You also will use, lose your username and that could be gobbled up by someone else pretending to be your school. So it's something to remember, okay? So um, just think about that. Also, if you do decide to deactivate, I encourage and recommend and you know you need to download all the history because you don't wanna be left without the history of your Twitter account. So you gotta make sure to do that. Okay. So that's option one is to deactivate your account. Option two is keep your account, but stop tweeting. So this is what I chose to do with New Auburn, our 209 followers. I pinned a tweet to the top of my feed that states I'm not actively updating or retweeting content. And I added links to Facebook and Instagram so people know where to find me. I just pinned that right to the top. I'm not putting anything new on there. People are going to get it. That's it. I put an image of the follow us and it happens right now to still have the Twitter account on there, but I'm telling them, hey, I'm not going to be actively using this. So grab me on Facebook or Instagram. Okay. Follow me over there. So that's option two. You keep your account. Nobody can steal your name. You're still directing them to where you are going to be celebrating your students and staff. Okay, option three is to keep your account and just use it for retweeting. So you don't need to do any kind of statement. You just use your Twitter account and you retweet those who are celebrating your school, like your teachers, like your staff, like your athletics department. And if you follow certain hashtags that relate to your school, you're gonna be able to retweet on a daily basis if people are tweeting that often. And it's to be determined if people are gonna keep doing that. And then option four is just Keep your status quo, okay? Again, you are facing the beginning of the school year. You don't have a lot of time for new strategies, revised strategies, pivoting. Just keep doing what you have been doing. I don't recommend throwing an entirely new, more intensive strategy. Just continue to use it as you have in the past. Look at your metrics and go from there, okay? I hope this helps. This kind of gives you some options, all right? Now, I just wanted to go through and share what a few other schools are sharing. And I asked my membership group. I also asked in the school communications pro group page. I didn't have time to go back and quote everybody. So I am just letting you know what some of the statements are, okay? And here are some of what they're saying. Um, For those that say they stopped using it, here's what they said. We aren't active on Twitter, never had high engagement. So we ditched it a long time ago. So they haven't even had it. So that's great. Um, someone else says we gave up on Twitter a while ago because of low engagement. I keep thinking about bringing it back with an athletics focus, but the volatility of the platform isn't worth it. In my opinion, great, great, great opinion there. Uh, Another person said, I've tried to add followers to ours, but gave up. It is just not what our audiences follow. So I will delete it since we tag, we get tagged by some strange groups and people. It ends up to be more trouble than it's worth. Um, so I love that you're sharing this. And I get this all the time. People are like, I can't grow my Twitter following. I can't grow my Twitter following. Maybe your people aren't on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it, okay? Another person uh, in regards to stopping using it says, removed at the district level, recommending leaving it to our schools. We have a conversation with our coaches like coming up, okay? And one more person said, we haven't used Twitter in the past year, so we will probably just drop it. Um, Our stakeholders just don't seem to be on it. So I would like to just say bye-bye for good. So that is really great input. Okay. Now let's hear from a few people that say we're sticking with our current strategy. So they're just going to kind of maintain status quo. All right, so let's listen to the first person. They say, I post a couple times a week, so our account is still somewhat active. I don't want to jump ship and leave it open for someone else to create an account with our name or similar. I will wait before replacing the logo on anything. In a long list of school PR priorities, Elon's trauma and shenanigans will not get too much of my attention in time with a smiley face. We have coaches who use Twitter for college recruitment strategies and even ask that their senior players create accounts for this purpose. This purpose I stay away from athletics though. Okay. Great insight. Great thoughts. Someone else says, for now, I'm letting it ride. Twitter has been the go-to for our local reporters and also athletic updates. There are many nights with multiple events happening at the same time. Our admins divide and conquer with Twitter posts with a thread for each event. This also keeps Facebook from being consumed by athletics. I would like to have conversations with principals and athletic directors about an alternative for posting sports scores when the X crashes and burns. Love it. Great feedback. Another person said, we're still using it, but haven't been post- posting as much. I reached out to my county PIO group to see what they were doing, fire, police, public health. Since they were all staying, we decided to stay as well. Um, another person said, I'm posting sparingly, but continue to monitor the platform. It is still utilized by educators, local media, government, and community partners, but it's certainly not a key tool for reaching families or students. It really is a shame though, because in addition to the real-time athletic updates, we've been highly successful at motivating our faculty to use Twitter to get good good news out. Hopefully all that work isn't entirely undone. Um, there's a bunch more uh, statements in the blog um, that that talk about some different things. and so I just you, you can look at that, okay? Um, then the, the third group of people says we're stepping away, but we're not deactivating our account. So just a couple thoughts on this. Someone said, our school district has decided to step away from Twitter. We were posting two to three times a weekday, but since the change to X, we have stopped tweeting ourselves and instead only retweet when other members of our community tag us and posts. We thought about pinning a post to our profile, telling our users we were taking a break and to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, but we decided against it. Since we do not want to draw negative attention to our decision to use Twitter less. Okay. And then one other person says our key stakeholders don't do anything on it. Other platforms connect much better. Also, and super important, check out Pew Research's data on social media. It'll show you data on the most popular networks with YouTube and Facebook over the others YouTube, Facebook, um, TikTok, uh, Instagram. All bigger than Twitter. So I think, hey, we are people that use data to make decisions. I linked to the the latest Pew Research data in the blog. So I hope that that helped clear up your thoughts. Um, One question you might be asking is, should my school now jump on Threads? Um, Threads is a possible alternative. It is through Instagram and it is a way to get out mainly text, but you can do photo and video. Um, But I am just suggesting right now, wait and see. Okay. Your username from Instagram matches your username for threads. So you don't need to jump over there to secure your username. If you already did, that's fine. Um, But the functionality of threads is really low right now. They're, They're, they're like hashtags don't even work okay so trying to find a community and everybody that's involved is is challenging so people are still trying to figure out that platform i don't think you need one more thing to do right now i think you need to focus on your school getting started getting the great things out there on facebook and instagram and if you use linkedin or other platforms awesome but um just know there's there's other resources out there i've got a great article linked on uh threads in the blog article again um Hey, I am still on Twitter, by the way, or X or whatever it is. I'm at Andrea Gribble. So if you would like to uh, have some thoughts or share questions with me, you can, you can tweet at me or X at me or shout at me. I don't know what it's going to be, guys. Um, but I sure hope that this helps you make a good decision. And maybe that's no decision for right now. And that's OK. And I don't recommend going out and changing all of your logos to the new X. Just tr- hold off on new investments of signs or anything like that. Uh, if you can, just uh, just let people know. Be open and honest. Be like, we're figuring this out. Twitter, X, a bird, uh, X. I-, I don't know what it is. We're going to figure that out. But until then, we got awesome things happening on these other channels. All right. Have an awesome week. We will be back next week with the Megan Anthony. Oh my gosh. She's awesome. She's been on this podcast. I think this is her third time. So you, you are not gonna wanna miss uh, what she has to share next week on our podcast. And don't forget, join us in the membership group. Dude, you are not alone. We are here to help you. Try it out for six months. I can guarantee you're gonna love it. You're gonna get a lot out of it. You're gonna wanna stay in it. But even if you don't, you're gonna get a ton out of it for this first six months of the school year. And you are gonna feel supported and you're gonna be able to celebrate your school in a better way. So until next time, guys. Keep telling those stories. Bye-bye. Oh my goodness. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you learned a lot. And if you did, pass it on to others who might need to hear it too. And would you leave me a review? I would love a podcast review. Now, if you want to become a powerful social media storyteller for your school, grab your copy of my book. I poured my heart and soul into this thing. It's called Social Media for Schools proven storytelling strategies and ideas to celebrate your students and staff while keeping your sanity. You can find out more at socialschoolforedu.com. See you next week.